come on and sit down and watch this with me. You know you want to watch it. And I want you to watch it too. Come on. And it's no offense to anyone, it's just yeah. how the nature of the thing, you know. Yeah. Like, that's how you meet people. You gotta be like, oh, the weather, eh? Or like, what do you do for a living? You oh, know? survey, what is that? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> how many times did you answer the question, like, what it's is the time that I was just like, I'm a surveyor, I work with civil engineers. Okay. And then, and then they're like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but like, it made me think, like, there has to be a better way, you know? There's gotta be like a game or something that everyone knows about, you know? And it's like, you just like point to someone, it's like, game? It's like, game. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, all right. Let's make this happen. Let's make it like a cultural thing right it's like when you meet new people instead of small talk it's just no let's participate in this one like yeah. activity or right. play this game yeah it's like the five cues or whatever and then you just like go as fast as you can like yeah. as creative as you can or something like that you know tell me your dick is dirty secret <laughs> whoa swear <laughs> <Smart laughs> to me <laughs> all right are we ready guys <laughs> yeah. yeah hey hey everyone welcome to another episode finally of i want you to watch this i am your host dennis I'm joined by my two, um, well, so close. We're in we're in new studio quarters. Colin and Craig. Ooh, it's very intimate. It's very, very intimate. Very yes. Yes. We're gonna we're gonna get yeah. in our best like MPI so we can get real close and like. Do you think that's what hear us, like, influences their voices? Yeah. That they're just sitting I, on top I of each other. They are. I yeah, think they're just, they like, just right sit in a tight little room, and that causes them to speak in these types of tones. So we should so, like get into like ASMR, you guys. Oh, we should just like oh, totally just like. All right. Can you tell it's been a while, wow. guys? Yeah. Like, can, you, can you tell it's been a little while for us? We're so just... the, the reason it's been a while, if if uh, if you're skipping around on episodes and you're like, hey, what's this little mini mini sode episode eighty point five all about? Well, it's about we haven't recorded in a while, and like we haven't had time to like sit down and watch a movie, right? Which is what this podcast is all about. These two have probably seen a lot of movies. I can't. I don't think I've seen a single movie in the past two weeks. Maybe. Yeah, because we saw. Oh yeah, we uh, saw Ant Man and the Wasp. Wasp. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Oh, yeah. Let's just kick that. Oh, off. have you seen that yet, Colin? I did actually. Uh, I was walking oh, good. out of that movie and I ran into Lance. Oh yeah. Oh right. One on. of our favorite yeah. guests. Well then, hell, I'll probably name this episode eighty point five Ant Man and the Wasp. <laughs> Let's just fucking go over it right now. Like, why not? Yeah. Uh, we haven't seen each other in a while. Let's just do a little little review of Ant Man and the Wasp. All right. Um, oh, yeah. Well, if you haven't seen the original Ant Man, then you're kind of screwed. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, I feel they like did a good job standalone, like... and they did a good job in like the what was it even like a sizzle reel of like the original? Well, I mean, I don't remember them putting like a sizzle reel at the beginning of the actual movie, but the Alamo gives you before it starts, like here's what was in the last right. one. That was handy. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, Haley kept on my partner uh, kept on asking me. Um, uh, should I be paying attention to this? I haven't seen the first one. I'm like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's exactly this, what this is. This is all for. information that you need. 
Um, so yeah, they did a cool little snippet, uh, at least the Alamo, and, um, well, Ant-Man and the Wasp takes off two years after the first, um, well, it's two years after Civil War, even, right? Well, it ends, it, like, right after, uh, Civil War, because, uh, Or it begins Scott right after is, Civil War, right? Yeah, on house arrest, uh, or I think it's, like, just it's coming just, up on two years, Yeah, he's about to get out of house arrest. he's about to get out of it. Yeah. So, yeah, two years after Civil War. And, like, it ends pretty much right lining up with Infinity War. Yeah, the end yeah. of Infinity War. Because, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. that mid-credits scene. Right, yeah. <laughs> it was like, this movie, like, ended so happily. Like, is this... Yeah, let's talk about what the movie's about. Yeah, so. let, let, yeah. <laughs> we'll uh, hold the spoilers on the mid-credits scene until, like, the end. But So, so there's there's OG Ant-Man, Dr. Pym, right? Yep. Uh, played by Michael Douglas um, from the original Ant-Man movie. Um, and his daughter, help me out. What's her name? Evangeline Lilly. Okay, is What's the your actress character name? Uh, Janet. No, that's his wife. It's his wife. Um, dang it. Something. That it tells you how like, something repeated. It's been a little while. Many hope. times. Hope. That's right. So, uh, hope. Uh, yes. with hope. Pim. Um, is she is she becomes um the wasp. The new wasp. The new wasp. Yeah, yeah because, because the original the wasp. Original wasp um, she like sacrificed herself, going subatomic, trying to stop a nuclear bomb. Which was the climax of the first Ant Man, where Paul Rudd went subatomic and then came back from it. Yes, yes, because it was like you can't do that. That's how my wife died. Yeah, and then he does it. Yeah, and then this that becomes a plot point in this one where he has this like tether to Janet, uh, yeah. OG the Wasp. Uh, because he went super small. Played by Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, uh, such a good Michelle oh Pfeiffer role. Yeah. Michelle she was awesome. She reminded me of how much I missed Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like when she when was like, yes, it's her. She's great. Uh, um, but yeah, so essentially they're trying to get back into, they're building a tunnel that can take them back into the quantum realm in uh, a, a device that's more of a carrier as opposed to them just going in with their suit. Right, uh, it's like a quantum tunnel or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so the, they're going it's in. It's just to... some MacGuffin, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like here's a um, techno babble reason why it works. Don't worry about <laughs> it. It could really be called Ant Man and the MacGuffin, but yeah. <laughs> anyways. Yeah. So they're trying to build this quantum tunnel, and they're going to this like shady guy uh, who they're trying to get this last part from. And so as they're doing all of this, like this other character comes in, uh, the villain of the movie, who's Ghost. Uh, played by Hannah John Common. Now, was that arms dealer or technology dealer? Was he the same guy from one of the Iron Mans? Was that the connection? No, I think he's like totally separate. But, but I'm not looks... remembering all my Iron Mans perfectly. But they hey. keep, they kept like the way that they referred to because he wasn't like the guy in charge. They kept saying that there was someone above him that they never really right. revealed in this movie. Mm-hmm. So he. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly who he was supposed to be working for because they and just he's said, only like the, the second tier like villain and all at the same time like because right. we then yeah, reveal yeah. that Lawrence Fishburne is like kind of well, there's no real heavy in this. movie. That's what I feel like. Yeah, this movie actually like benefits from is it definitely goes like after Infinity War. It was nice to have like a movie that's just like all right, we're just gonna go really small. We're gonna go really personal like on right. all of the plot points. Yeah, like it's very much like about. Like, uh, Hank and Hope try to find Janet, and yeah. then it's all about uh, Scott trying to build a relationship with his daughter. Uh, and, and it's about, like, Lawrence Fishburne trying to save the life of, of Ghost. Ghost. Yeah, who is, like, her body, because of this, like, explosion uh, that, like, had to do with, like, her father's research, 
like she's like phasing in and out of reality so she's like living between dimensions where it's, it's like her all of her atoms are being like ripped apart and like recon like condensed like constantly yeah so it, it's like she's in the transporter but like keeps like like disappearing and she, something like she's that. a great like mcu character yeah you know? yeah um, where it's like tied to the main story because like her dad was part of the same research that Pim was part of and so like she has a vested interest into what's going on but she's not necessarily evil she's not no. out to kill anyone she's just out to kind of she's not out to like yeah. she's not even out to like revenge which she kind of should no you she know? just wants to save herself and I don't think no she doesn't need to revenge like she doesn't have any reason to no, she seek doesn't. revenge against them but I wouldn't she, put it against her well, if she but wanted she also to. like she has no love for Hank Pym like she would not mind at all if like Hank Pym like died in the process of her saving herself because she like hates Hank Pym for what he did to her father. Well, yeah, and it's the or same. Or not her father, but to Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's the same thing where uh, you know she doesn't know what effect this will have on Janet because the whole thing is like Janet has like built up all of this energy from the quantum realm from right. having living there for like the last thirty years, and so she has all this quantum energy that can be used to stabilize her condition, and so she. But we don't know if that's gonna kill Janet if that happens, and so. They like that's kind of like her main thing is like I don't care what happens I'm not actively trying to hurt anyone I'm just trying to save myself at any cost right uh, and we got we get to see like Lawrence Fishburne who is kind of like her heart in this whole thing of like kind of like her moral compass of keeping her from going to the point where she there's at one point where she's going to kidnap um, Scott's daughter Ant Man's daughter right and Lawrence Fishburne like actually like talks her out of it and she's like okay I'm I'm not going to go down that path. Which was the which first was the moment. plot of the first movie. Yeah, which was so like the first it, moment where I was like, okay, they're definitely going to turn her around and she's going to be redeemed at the end yeah, because yeah. she didn't actually go and do that. And that's like I feel like a really cute point of like them indicating like she's not beyond like being saved by the end of this movie, right? Which they do. Yeah, which probably opens her up to being a character role in Infinity War or something, maybe. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she, moving forward. But if she still has her powers, because she's by the end been stabilized. That's true. So who knows if she has powers who still, knows? but it's... But I think it is, like, I think it, she she's not stabilized because they have to, like, keep going back into that's the right, That's right, that's right, going back. That's right. Yeah, so I think that's what like, he got stuck in at the end. Yeah, yeah is yeah. they're going to, like, get more of this energy so that way they can keep treating her. Right. So I don't think it's, like, a cure. I think it's more of just, like, keeping her, like, from just falling apart completely she kills thanos i'm calling it now uh, <laughs> that would be out of nowhere <laughs> hey <laughs> that's why i'm calling it now that, that, that'd be a great thing for like how it should have ended just for the next one is they just like it just goes like pops in like boop, no dead. but this is <laughs> I, but this is i'm pretty sure very intrinsically linked to how they are going to defeat thanos oh yeah that's because, yeah. Like, that's what craig and i were talking about yeah. after the movie <laughs> not craig lance, lance yeah um <laughs> the time vortex yes because they they, they do mention the time vortex where like as they're going into the quantum realm that's like one of the like layers like there's like the uh tardy tardy tardigrade yeah the yes. water bears yeah, yeah. Like so i love that I love <laughs> that, that, that made me so excited when the tardigrades showed up because it just harkened back to that one adventure zone episode yeah, yeah. and i was like oh that's so cool <laughs> what is the tardigrade afraid of i can't freaking think of it <laughs> <laughs> I love that they're in the middle of this fight and Justin is just looking up more things about tardigrades. Yeah, yeah. no, it's great. That's <laughs> good. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, one of the things that I really appreciate about Ant-Man and the Wasp is that, like, I mean, what, the villain is, like, a kind of, like, a thuggy gangster dude with, like, his two henchmen, and then there's Ghost, 
and Lawrence Fishburne, who's like trying to help Ghost. Yeah. But it's nothing, you know. I mean, these people, they're even like lower scale than like the villains you find on like um, Daredevil. You know? Oh yeah, well, because it's like no one's like trying to like take over the world. No. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like it's like or even like take over New York, or, right? Like, you know, or like, like another dimension, or yeah. like I'm trying to crash this planet into Earth or some really yeah, or even like run like a you know, like a drug trade or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it is yeah again like a very, it's very all like intimate. we need this lab. Who's got the lab? And this <laughs> lab has been shrunken down to like the size of a suitcase. Oh, I love that. And they're like running around all the place with it, so it's all just like who we've got to get a hold of the lab. Like that's the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. no, it's 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 a lot of fun. Um, I highly yeah, recommend if, it. If you liked the first Ant Man, you'll like this one. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's um it's a lot more of the same. Yeah, it was a good surprise. It was exactly what I wanted. It was a lot of fun. I just have one question: What the heck was Michelle Pfeiffer surviving on the well, entire time so, she was well, down this there? This is my thing: is like, because like I don't, I'm not like super super science nerd or anything yeah, like yeah. that. But I was just like, so if you're in the quantum realm, which is like smaller than like atomic particles, like how sure. is your body taking in oxygen, like when, or like like air, when you are smaller than those particles? Yeah. that like your body would need to. Yeah, in, yeah, like, yeah. You, you just, it doesn't. Just, just don't, don't ask <laughs> yeah. those questions. I mean, yeah. Like I, like, I, I would have been fine with it if she didn't age, you know. And like it was like she was stuck in there, and it felt like a day for her or something like that, you know. But it was actually thirty years type of thing. But she didn't. She aged, so she was like clearly down there for thirty straight years, and like, eh, whatever. You well, don't I think, think maybe about like it. it was like the quantum energy, but yeah, still, sure. again, if that was the case, then that should be something that like I would think wouldn't deteriorate you. That right. would just be like it's again, it's not like oxygen, yeah, yeah. like which is like what yeah. actually like yeah. kills us. Like, they just need <laughs> no. All they needed to say, all they needed to say is Michelle Pfeiffer just needed to say, "I put myself into quantum hibernation for the past thirty years." Like, yeah. That's all that she needed to say. Just, just like, one throw away line to this is mcu guys <laughs> they don't need to invent science <laughs> but it's also ant-man and the wasp like they, right. they, they don't really care that much so yeah. they're just like yeah she's okay <laughs> and i mean that's kind of the thing that i i kind of am a little i want more of like actual just like magic throughout and i get that ant-man and the wasp is like not one of the series where that would be right like i mean it is very much like science being so advanced that it just like appears to be magic yeah like as opposed to like you know dr strange where even when that was like even that being presented was still just kind of like tony stark just being like oh well, these are like just like formulas or whatever and it's like i just want like like weird like straight up like magic or like, even when they went to like asgard right. when it's like oh like oh no this is like what was it like? Natalie Portman's character Jane is like, oh yeah, like what is this like a quantum field that does this, this, right. and that? And they're like, well yeah, it's just like oh, it's science, and I'm just right. like, I just yeah. want magic. I, I like, think that's a line in want... the first Thor movie. Yeah. It's like, like your people call it science or something like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, but, I just want magic. I just want like inexplanable like. But there magic. is, and, and it like through through the Thor franchise. I mean, he's the god of thunder and a story. It's not like oh well, he's quantumly attuned to thunder. Well, well no, like, but no, no, what, no. What they do, they do say that they're really? like no, they're like they're an alien species that just like has like this advanced technology. That was like what they say as an like as a reasoning. But do they actually it. go use that to explain his powers? Because yeah, they, I, I mean, they well, what say, about Hela? Like. She's like the god of death. Well, I know. I, I mean, as far as like, I just want everyone to just be okay with there just being magic. Like, That's what I, I'm saying. I just want now. everyone to stop trying to explain it in the right. MCU. And I, just be like, I, I think they're it's guys, magic. I think stop, they let some stop stuff. being well, '90s George Lucas and be '70s George Lucas. Yeah. Right. <laughs> just, just let it be. Like, it's a mystical thing yeah. that well, doesn't need it, to be explained because once you explain it, you ruin it. That's right. when you get and, into midichlorians. And that's why. That's what I like about comic books, in like particularly like the MCU, where like. 
I mean, yeah, you're right. Like, the movies have kind of gone more towards, like, explaining everything via Tony Stark, you know? Whereas, like, it should be, like, you know, there's, like, there's vignettes of things. There's, like, mutants, you know? There's, like, mutant genes. There's, like, science. Well, not, not in the MCU. There's... What? They don't have the rights They yet. don't own the yeah. rights. Oh, that. Whole, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, you know, there's, like, X-Men, there's, like, mutant genes, and then, like, and then, like, Tony Stark's whole thing is, like, technology or whatever. And then, like, I mean, isn't Scarlet, Scarlet Witch is a mutant, right? But she well, has yeah. magical powers. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah well, she... those are mutant powers, but in the MCU, they right. can't call them mutant powers. So it's... Well, it's a little bit of both, because it is, like, it's, like, her and also uh, Ileana, whose name is Magic, like, they both, like, have, like, mutant abilities that are actually just... Uh, that, like, attune them more to magical, like, abilities. Right. Uh, and so, like, yes, Scarlet Witch, like, has this, like, natural attunement to, like, chaos magic or, like, hex magic, but then she, like, has to go and, like, train with Doctor Strange, and that's how she becomes, like, the badass witch that she is. And then, like, uh, like Ileana, like, naturally has, like, these, like, teleporting powers that, like, take her in and out of limbo, but then she, like, actually, like, spins, like, uh, I think it's, like, 12 years in limbo, uh, in the comic books because she like goes in and then like she pops out and it's like a second later in the like it, from everyone else's perspective but like from her perspective she was in limbo for like 12 years yeah no exactly like that's exactly what it's like and I would love to see that as a movie like I want to see that like storyline but and I do think that like Taika Waititi if anyone's gonna just like run with magic being magic like I feel like he definitely did that in the last Thor movie oh yeah it's just like up until that point like it was like let's try to explain this and this well, is like, like the first one where they were just like yeah no these are just gods and because like, they went out of their way with the thor's hammer it's like it's like the hammer didn't give you the powers of thunder you are the god of thunder yeah like end of story and then he's like oh yeah dirt. and then <laughs> rock and roll inside you the whole time yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah of course taika just giving us everything that we want because yeah, he's, he's, he's amazing. amazing yeah, <laughs> yeah. all right well moving away from mcu um any, anything else you guys would like to talk about in our little mini-sode? Incredibles 2. Incredibles oh, 2. Yeah. It is a better superhero movie than anything in the DCEU, except for Wonder Woman. I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's better than, like, every Fantastic Four uh, movie that's come out. And I feel like it's really awesome that they actually, like, lean do- into it even more, like, with Jack-Jack, because... Jack Jack pretty much is Franklin Richards, who is like Sue Storms and Reed Richards' son, oh, okay. and he's like has like this like almost like omnipotent level of powers. <laughs> like he's like able to like shift reality like to and bend it to his will and like do all of these amazing things. And I'm just like, oh yeah, they totally are just like continuing with the Fantastic <laughs> Four theme, and it's they're doing it so much better than any movie has ever done it so far. Fantastic yeah. Four is cursed. <laughs> I don't think it has. I to think be. The Incredibles is able to kind of take mostly the same power set and make like better characters and well not necessarily better characters because the comics for Fantastic Four are pretty good but like but do a better job with that than any Fantastic Four movie has been able to do yeah like they still don't have a human torch like Mr. Incredible has just got super strength and like invincibility but like Elastic Girl is just Reed Richards and like Violet is just Sue Storm and right, so. but like it works because it's not named Fantastic Four. I'm telling you, the name Fantastic Four. Well, it's, yeah, it's, it's actually the and name. And it's also yeah. like, 
they didn't do like an origin story for Incredibles. Like it, even though these are like brand new characters, well, they that, like kind of, in no, a way they do in like the, in the new the reel one. of the first one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, but the, the entire movie, the entire first movie, wasn't just like an origin story. Oh yeah, for, that's, that's absolutely like, one of the things that works. Mister Incredible yeah. and Elastigirl. Like it was like, oh yeah, no, like we can just come into a world like knowing that the, these characters have abilities. We establish the world well enough to. Like have people understand like what's happening in the world and where these characters have fit in the world up until this point, and now we get to move forward with the story yeah. instead yeah, of like having to great. be like, well, here's what happened. One day there was like a science experiment, and then they went into space, and then there was an explosion in space, and then <laughs> well, that's, that's the problem with like half of the superhero movies that come out now. I mean, outside of like the MCU because they're kind of moving away from that model, but is that everyone feels like they have to do an origin story every time they make one, and they're like, no, but we already know this. Yeah, well, that's like, like again the good thing that about like Spider-Man too is that they didn't. Go that yeah. route again, like oh thank god, we all know how Spider-Man got his powers. Thank, thank we get fucking it. god, <laughs> Jesus Christ! And it's like I don't get how, why didn't they didn't figure that I out mean, for the last. I I, I get it because it, it like you know they're they're constantly trying to hit every single demographic that they possibly can, you know, like in order to make their money and. And in that, like, they, I'm sure, like, whenever they start one of these things, they have that tingling feeling where it's like, well, we can't just launch into it because there's going to be a whole group of people being like, well, why is he able to start fires with his hands, you know? Like, I need, I need an explanation for that, you know? Yeah. Like, you know that there's a whole slice of cheese out there that's saying that, you know? Like, it has to be big enough in but order no, for them to... no, but that's the thing, though, is, like, if it is, like, good enough, like, just, like... This is why, again, like, if the movie is good enough, if it is appealing to... Because you can't please everyone. Like no. you, you do at some point have to say like this is what who we're trying to get to watch this movie. Uh, like I think like Black Panther is a really good example of a movie where so many people who'd never seen a superhero movie in their entire life like went to go see Black Panther. Yeah. Like, and like and like some of those people like have even like now and gone seen Infinity War because right. it's like, oh like Black Panther is still in that movie. He's like not the main character of that movie, but like we get to see like a continuation of that story a little bit, like going on and those people are like now invested and even if it just starts with that character they're like able to move on and Black and, Panther and wasn't you know even what? like Wikipedia is a thing yeah so like if somebody goes in and they're like they enjoy the movie enough they're like oh I'm curious as to how that person got those powers yeah the, the most cursory of Google searches will give them that uh, yeah but you know what that would be like that's like writer's kryptonite to be like, oh, well, they have to, su- you know, supplement this information by going to a different source. Like, well, yeah. like they wouldn't want to write a movie like that. Like, I-, I agree with you. Like, I'm agreeing with you guys. I'm just saying that, like, writers and the whole situation is obviously putting into a situation where, like, they feel like they have to have his origin stories. I think if they wrote better movies, it could be something where they just plop it in and, hell, the sequel can have the origin story and, well, like, yeah. give, like, the like why he can control lightning or whatever. But well, just, like, enjoy it at the get-go. Well, yeah, and that's the thing, too, is, like, you know, people who watched Black Panther also probably didn't watch Civil War, which was, you know, a bit right. of an origin story yeah, for yeah. Black Panther. Right. And so, like, that's the thing, too, where... Like, I don't, again, like, yeah, it is, like, something that, like, writers would have to think about, but I think that if you do it well, like it was done in Black Panther, then, like, you can still bring people into a movie without having to give this, like, long-winded, like, background story, introduce them to the character, and create a dynamic character with, like, complex relationships, and not have to have it be, like... A, a technical rehash of like how they came to be. Well, like look at any James Bond ever. You know, I know it has the you know obviously because it's James Bond, everyone knows it just by whatever. But like if you look into any of them, it just launches and it's like oh he's a superstar. 
I don't care. Yeah. You know, that's all I, that's all I, I made a spy movie. It's the all, all of them except for Casino Royale. Casino Royale. <laughs> Casino Royale. <laughs> yes, I know, Colin. I know Casino Royale. It's <laughs> an origin story. Thank but. you, pedantic Colin. <laughs> um. uh, Dennis, actually, technically, um, I have to point out that <laughs> oh god alright well moving further away from MCU <laughs> yeah we're gonna take a little break um, and when we return we're gonna wrap up this little mini-sode uh, with some recommendations and some other shit we've been doing that and, and we're back so yeah we're back How's everyone? Uh, I'm good, Dennis. Little... Pretty much the same as I was when we went on break. That was a nice break. That was a nice break. Yeah, that's a pretty good break for our like what this mini set is turning into like a de facto Marvel Cinematic Universe <laughs> episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get uh, three nerds started yeah, yeah, yeah. yelling about the cinematic yeah, yeah. MCU. Well, especially gonna... like since we all saw a pretty good movie in the series. You <laughs> yeah, know, it's like oh, I'm excited about it again. <laughs> you know, and we haven't done them. I don't think we've done. Have we done any? The last one we did was Ragnarok. Did we no, do that? We, didn't do, we didn't do that for podcast. We did a Taiko Atiti. Oh, we did a Taiko Atiti thing, but we did Inspired by Ragnarok. Yeah. I think we yeah. did. Did we do Guardians? We did, we did Guardians, Guardians 2. 2. Yeah, yeah, 2. That's right. Okay. We, we like our sequels, apparently. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Except for um, Golden Circle. Didn't like that. Boy, oh, that, well, boy, I meant MCU sequels. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Iron Man 2 is a turd. I'll say it right now. <laughs> Iron Man 2 is a turd? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't. I, I wouldn't call it a turd. I would just call it boring like it's a movie it's fine yeah just, i'm just meh yeah. like i'm 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 but i'm a weirdo that enjoys thor 2 like i own you thor are like too. one of the only people i've ever met who I likes know, thor 2 i just too. really yeah. like it i just really like um loki in that movie i think he's yeah. just excellent. i mean loki I is everything he is so. everything and he's great <laughs> but i just think that's one of his better movies anyways anyways we're trying to move away from Marvel cinematic universe it's <laughs> <laughs> like the third time <laughs> We keep trying to get out, and they pull yeah. us back in. Every time. All Every right, time. recommendations. Um, I have one. Um, if you, um, uh, this is just something. It's not anything in particular, but something that I've been kind of doing my whole life. Um, and I just did it the other day. Um, uh, making a. I don't know what you call it growing up, but I called it a pillow fort. Yeah. Might, it, yeah, it might be. It might be a couch fort. You might know it as a couch fort. You might know it as a bed fort. Like blanket fort. Blanket pillow fort, fort. Pillow yeah, fort. Sheet fort. Things. Whatever. Do it. I don't care how old you are. You could be 60. You could have grandchildren. <laughs> if you're alone and you're just not feeling, you know, fully yourself and you just are kind of bored and have some time on your hands, put together a nice pillow fort that you can sleep in tonight, pop on a movie, and just enjoy yourself. It's a great time. I made one last I, night. It like, was awesome. I, yeah, I, I really want to do that now. Do it. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's, there's something about it. There's something about, like, creating a little hovel that you're going to sleep in for the night, you know, like a little tent inside your house. That just like I don't know makes you feel comfortable. A tent inside your house—that's just hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's this little house tent. If you're into pillow forts, also go back and watch the episode of Community called "Pillows and Blankets." Oh, that's oh, an excellent yeah. episode. Where they, where they turn the entire campus into a giant, um, like blanket fort, and then it's like a war breaks out between people who want it to be like about pillows and people who want it to be about blankets, and it's, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's my recommendation. Uh, last night I did that and watched a whole bunch of Futurama and thoroughly enjoyed myself. So yeah. Very nice. Uh, I will recommend uh, just, it's been raining a bunch today and yeah. I started to start reading this series called Submerge. 
Uh, it is written by Vita Ayala, uh, illustrated by Lisa Sterl, colored by Stella Dia, and lettered by Rachel Deering. So it's like all women, like writing a comic book about a uh, young woman named Alicia who uh, essentially goes to find her brother and ends up in this weird world in the tunnels of the subway and I have no idea where it's going because it's like really like dark and um, like it's got like a lot of, like a lot of fantasy elements to it uh, and I'm really enjoying it so far. The first issue just came out on July 4th. The next issue will be out on August 1st uh, and I think it's a four part series so uh, if you are liking to go to comic book stores and you're looking for something to pick up It'll be a pretty short series, and it'll be uh, pretty awesome from what I can tell so far. Uh, and then one more thing, since we're talking about MCU, and I went really deep into a Black Panther, I will also recommend Amazing Spider-Man Wakanda Forever. Uh, they are doing a Wakanda Forever series. The first one is with Spider-Man, and it is the Dora Milaje, who are the all-women fighting force of Wakanda, and they are trying to track down and find Malice, who is Nakia, and in the comic books, Nakia is a bad guy, so um, she, they're trying to hunt her down, and in the first issue of this uh, special series, they uh, come across Spider-Man, who helps them out with some stuff, and then in the next one, they're going to meet up with the X-Men, and the X-Men are going to like help them out with some stuff, so uh, yeah, it's going to be a pretty fun series, I think, and that one is by uh written by i'm gonna probably butcher her name uh but it's nettie okorafor written uh, uh artist alberto albuquerque colored by eric arseniega and lettered by joe sabino so check that out comic book nerds true believers all you guys geeks <laughs> and girls and gals and friends and all you other people who may not identify as any of those genders yeah Let's read some comics and have fun and geek out with each other. <laughs> Colin? Uh, I'm going to recommend a show. Um, unfortunately, it's not like super easy to find anymore. It used to be streaming like various places. But um, if you haven't seen Party Down, oh, yeah. uh, oh, do yeah. yourself a favor. Go oh, yeah. and watch Party Down. I second It's that. about um, Adam Scott, who's like an actor who became famous for being in a beer commercial. Like, are we having fun yet? Was like his catchphrase. Right. People say this to him all the time. But... He, like, has to go back to his day job working for this catering company, and he goes and, like, it's full of the, all these other struggling actors and people working in L.A., and it's just a really good show featuring tons of great actors, including our queen, June Diane Raphael. Ah. Adam Scott plays my favorite, like, uh, straight guy in comedy. Yeah, you know I saying? love him in that part. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he does a better job than Hot Saucerman. Yeah. Even though that's, like, <laughs> Scott Ackerman's, like, Main like, job, <laughs> mainly his jam on yeah. man is to be the straight man. Um, cool. Well, um, that'll wrap up our little little episode here. Uh, just a little update for our show. Um, yeah, you may have heard uh, that we mentioned at the beginning. Uh, we moved studios uh, now. Uh, that um, Col uh, Colin, you're Colin. Yeah. Not part of this. Uh, Craig <laughs> and I uh, moved in together and um, have established the the CD studio. Yeah, that works. 
Um, <laughs> CD Studios. <laughs> yeah. It's CD, all right. Um, <laughs> Located in glamorous Wheat Ridge, Colorado. Yeah. Uh, yes, but uh, I, I have some bad news, guys. Uh, during the move, the, the force field, it... Uh, wait, wait! <laughs> Sam yeah. escaped? He might have escaped. I... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've God, just seen I've just seen fall. pizza crust in his little house and no sign of Sam. I mean, so I've been. I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I'm more afraid for Sam or like anyone that encounters Sam. Uh, both, like that, really. That's yeah, really I'm, just... I'm pretty scared for just like some random person not knowing what they're getting into. No, to Sam. Yeah, like, I mean, he it, hasn't been in the outside world in decades. It, it like I'm so like not really that surprised that you say that now because the other day I saw a guy. Wearing like a hat and like large sunglasses, who I swear looked just like Sam, but I just I just blew it off, thinking like there's no way that that's oh. Sam. Like he's safe in the containment field. Yeah, no. Like we've got him like getting into the new studio. Yeah. There's no way. No. Next but, time you see that guy, do yourself a favor and grab cotton candy as fast as you can, because that's the only way you can lure him back into his pen. I mean yeah. house. Okay, guys. Well, we're we're gonna stock up on cotton candy. We're gonna do. <laughs> everything we can to get Sam back but in the meantime you know we might have a few technical issues here and there with the podcast right yeah, yeah. So, so bear with us I mean Sam if you're listening right now just know we miss you yeah come home buddy come back please yeah. we, we have lots of cotton candy we're not angry we're just disappointed yeah we're, we're just sad Sam we're sad without you yeah Anyways, if you want to help out in uh, saving in saving Sam, uh, you can donate us at um, <laughs> on, our, on our SoundCloud <laughs> SoundCloud.com forward slash IWITWT. You'll find a link to our PayPal and donate any kind of fund for finding Sam. Um, there, you can also find all of our episodes. SoundCloud.com again, it's SoundCloud.com forward slash IWITWT is where we host all of our episodes. Uh, we're on Twitter. You can find us on Twitter at IWITWT. Uh, tweet at us if you want to recommend a movie for us to cover. We'll do it. Might be a few weeks out right now while we put together our studio in lieu of no Sam. Yep. <sighs> we have a Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash group forward slash IWITWT. I post all the episodes there as well. It's a good place to discuss stuff. Um, yeah, we got some fans that discuss stuff there. Yeah, also you, again, and if you do see Sam anywhere, please feel please, free to yes. yeah, yeah. share. Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on the Facebook Any group. Like anywhere that you can get in touch with us. If you guys see Sam out in the wild, let us know right. because it, it could be t potentially dangerous if you don't have the right kind of cotton candy. Yeah. So I mean, so if you don't, if you're not packing cotton candy, just take a photo, post it. And then, you know, we can work from there. Maybe we can triangulate him down. So any Sam sightings, post them on our Facebook group. Yeah, thank you so uh, much <laughs> for your help. Um, all right, that said, you could tweet at us individually. I am at uh, the D-Bucks. I am at Catharticus. I am at Cullen Munch. And, um, yeah, again, uh, if you would like to recommend us a movie to do, uh, or if you want to be a guest yourself, uh, please contact us at the various websites and locations that you can find us. And, hey, wherever you're listening to us on the little podcast catcher app, podcatcher app that you're using right now, has a rate and review button click it rate us review us it helps us greatly um if you do it on itunes we'll read your review um i haven't checked in a while when i do i'll read your review yeah yeah oh yeah we'll read that review all right next week we're doing what sunshine cleaning yeah. sunshine cleaning yes. amy adams emily blunt yeah yeah cleaning up crime scenes <laughs> I, I this is a movie that I was saddled with. Like I, I acquired it 
through a friend of a friend who like rented it through Redbox and then it never got back to them when I stopped hanging out with that person. And then it just like, it was one of those things whenever I moved, it's like sunshine cleaning. Like what the fuck? <laughs> so I'm glad we're revisiting this. This is going to be fun. Um, so yeah, um, sunshine cleaning should be next week. So join us for that. Thanks guys. Go find Sam. Post a picture on Facebook. Find him.